What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Taylor Verico, class of 2014. We're going to talk about everything from how she left Quigley High School and made her way to Bethany, and then what she's doing now in, in her adult life. Um, we're also going to have another episode of Jack's Facts, so make sure you stick around for that. But without further ado, this is Taylor Verico. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Taylor Verico, class of 2014. Taylor, thank you for being here all the way from North Carolina, recently moved from Louisiana. I would normally give you Turner's tea at this point. Um, and as a Pittsburgh person, you would understand why it's Turner's and not Schneider. But I, I haven't figured out how to do that through the camera. So we, you know, we, we will move on. I'll, I'll mail you some tea. We'll <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll send you my address after we do this. <laughs> uh, so Taylor's going to do what we normally do. She's going to tell us how she ended up at Bethany, her about her time at Bethany. We'll take a break. We'll come back. She'll tell us about that test that everybody had to take. And then everything that she has done since she left Bethany in 2014. So all the way from Quigley High School. I don't know if I'm even saying that. But you are Quigley Catholic, which isn't even there anymore. Which no, is as of last that. year. I know. It breaks my heart. So heart. You're, we're, in the, we're in the winter of 2019. You're playing basketball. When does okay. Bethany come on the radar? Were you looking to continue to play basketball? Was that? Yeah. So I graduated from Quigley in 2010 and Kayla Tarmina, my best friend actually, you know, went to Quigley and she went to Bethany. So she's a year older than me. So she went and I was really, really late with deciding. I knew that I wanted to play college basketball. That was always a, a thing for me. And I was actually being recruited heavily by Mount Union as well. And I was set on going there. I'm like, I'm going to Mount Union. I'm doing it. And one day in like July, right before I'm about to, you know, go on this college journey, I woke up and I went downstairs and I just remember telling my parents, like, I'm going to Bethany. <laughs> and I don't even know what made me switch. I, I really... I really don't know, but one day I was like, the, you know, the switch went off and I'm going to Bethany and then I just never looked back. <laughs> so, so was, did coach Upton recruit you? Cause that's who you're, yeah. that, she, she had recruited you. Yeah. Had you already told her like, yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go to Mount or did you? Well, yeah, so, yeah. She knew that I was like talking to both, but I'm, I'm super indecisive. I mean, ask anybody that knows me, I can't make up my mind what I want for dinner. So it's like <laughs> when I had this huge life decision on my plate, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Like, blah. so, and then I just, you know, was talking about union. And then I, and then I told Upton that I'm coming there. And like I said, the rest is history. And I, I would do it all over again. And that was a large class. I mean, there's 10 of you Skylers in that class with you. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that. Cause you there guys are the only, you were the two survivors. Of we that were. <laughs> I think there was, there was either eight or 10. I mean, it was a big class, like you yeah. said. So I can't, I mean, that was that was long time. long ago. Long ago. <laughs> so long ago. So we get the you get to Bethany. Um, what was yeah. the biggest transition? And we'll stay on the sports side first. What was the biggest transition from high school basketball to college basketball? Oh man! So in high school, we 
were really good. We won section all four years that mm -hmm. I was there, um, but we didn't really like lift, I guess, so to speak. So when I got to college, the workouts, I mean, I thought we were a track team sometimes. <laughs> so we were, I was like, why are we out on the track, you know, running hundreds and whatever else? But we were, and I think that was the biggest for me. And I don't really like to lift. I still don't like to lift. <laughs> like I never liked to lift. I mean, I, I enjoy the occasional stress relief of lifting. And then I regret it. I don't. I See, regret I'm it like, immediately. I'm like, Kayla always like makes fun of me because she's like, you hated lifting. Like all you wanted to do was like go to the calf. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, come on, chicken patty Wednesday. Chicken patty. Yeah. They don't even have. They don't have that anymore either. And now it's a it's a grilled chicken. It's a very what? fancy. Yes, it's very healthy. Uh, and I don't support it at all. I don't support the. You can't take chicken patty Wednesday. Chicken patty Wednesday. That was like the best. Chicken patty Wednesday and wing on wings on Friday or wings on Wednesday too, depending on where you ended up. <laughs> um. um <laughs> So the academic side of was was there a change for you there the, from high school to college? Well, so I wasn't quite sure with what I wanted to do. Um, I, I went into Bethany and I actually my major was Spanish because I was like, okay, let me go. And I wanted to do like international stuff and study abroad and all of that. But I mean, basketball is a full time job. It was pretty much, I mean, it took up my, my entire, even the, D, the D3 level. I mean, it took up a lot of my time. So when it came, you know, I couldn't just be like, okay, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to miss the whole season and go study abroad. You know, I just, nah. you know, that, that's not possible. But so I decided to minor in Spanish and then switch to communications because I love sports. So I wanted to, I didn't want, I will, I wasn't ready to give it up. I didn't want to give it up after I had graduated. So I, I decided, I think my sophomore year or the second semester of my freshman year, I'm not quite sure. It was either the second semester of my freshman year or the beginning of my sophomore year. I decided that I wanted to pursue communications and go in to be a sports reporter. Well, at first that's a lie because at first I wanted to become a meteorologist, which is hilarious. You were going <laughs> to so be- So that was actually my internship. I did an internship with um what is it WTOV9 yep. in Steubenville I did an internship there for meteorology and then I was like oh god this is a lot of like math and science like I don't want any of that help me out <laughs> I'm gonna stick to sports I'm gonna stick to what I know so I I flip-flopped a lot there's that indecisiveness <laughs> but I mean it's, it's done me well so far so <laughs> um so with that, you know, with the not knowing and the indecisiveness, I'm guessing, did you utilize the learning center and other HT and other aspects of that? Or was it more of you focused in on this is the group I'm with, so I'm going to study with these people? And Yeah, um, I utilized the learning center a lot because Caitlin Hackathorn worked in there. So we, you know, we hung out in there, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um I love hack, but anyways, so we utilize that. But I mean, as far as I'm, I'm really close with my mom. 
And my mom knows me better than anybody else. So a lot of my career path was talked about with my mom and kind of guided in a way, you know, I have to give my mom some credit because she was like, I think you'd be good at this. And I was like, you know what? Let's try it. You might be right. You might be onto something here. You know, you might be onto something. And then I think we had like, cause with the, I wanted to be, a meteorologist so we actually had I don't know if they have it anymore but they had like the tv station a little bit for like a, a minute at Bethany and I did like a couple of the weathers on it which is so <laughs> we gotta go so back and find that I know I would love to get my hands on it I actually have a meteorologist demo reel that is so funny that I go back and I'm like what in the world was I doing so <laughs> The other aspect, and then we'll get to Hack and Carly and Kayla and Rebecca Braithwaite and the whole basketball family that was, but um, the social side. So I pointed out frequently, we all spent many Wednesdays, probably more Wednesdays than we can count, uh, down on Main Street at a place that right now is no longer, but they're under new ownership. We talked about that a little bit. Um, do you have, can you pull one experience and, you know, try to, I don't know, walk that thin line, but. Oh man. Um, like one of my experiences at the bar. Yes. Let's see, I do have one. Cause we actually, <clears throat> like I said, it was Kayla's bachelorette weekend, two weekends ago and Skylar was there and when you get together, you just start reminiscing and you can't really help it. It just happens. <laughs> and Renee, Renee was there too. So it's like, we're all just laughing. So I will tell this story, um, <laughs> which is like really funny looking back on it. So I think, I think it was a Saturday. I think, cause we didn't really go, we did Wednesdays like outside of season. And like I said, basketball takes up the entire school year. So we were going from like August to yeah. you know April, March. So I think I want to say it was a Saturday, but I like, like I said, I don't like to lift and I'm pretty lazy. Okay. <laughs> I'll do cardio or whatever. But if I could get a ride to the bar and back from bar, like I did not ever want to walk. Okay. So it was one time everybody left and I think it was just Skylar and I, and we were like, how are we going to get back? Like, we really don't want to walk. So I actually, um, fell over and faked a ankle sprain <laughs> so the security would drive oh it was, a cop. it was a cop so the cop the police officer i i went over and i said sir like i really can't walk like you have to take us home <laughs> and i'm like limping right and then the whole he was like all right all right get it so he's like the whole ride home scholars like you can't tell our coach like she's gonna get really upset so it was it was a Saturday it was in basketball season and um and we're like yeah don't please don't tell Upton like she's really gonna get mad at us <laughs> and then he drops us off at right at CV you know the little hallway thing that yep. everybody you know what I'm talking about with the green posts and as soon as he drops us off I sprint to my door well, I guess I guess that ankle healed up pretty quickly. <laughs> what were you doing? Like you're you're literally an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
flashes before me. That's hilarious. Um, Just stuff like that, you know, kids. <laughs> and you you pointed it out. We were we were talking before the show about how you don't realize how stupid you were with this no. like the stuff that we did when we were in school. You don't realize, and then you look back and you're like, "What did I do? Why? What were you? What was going on upstairs when you decided to?" <laughs> Right? You don't, you think like you're so grown or something like in high school, you're like, I'm an adult. Like I can do whatever I want. Then you get to college and you're like, I'm more of an adult. Like, yes, I'm on my own now. Like, no, you're not. And then the sad thing is adult life (laughs) and it's really just bills. Oh my gosh. I know. I I wish I could go back because I'm like, Bills. I could take I could go for a week. I don't know if my liver or my body could handle going back for any longer. Another four years, right? But I couldn't handle I, I drink one sip of wine now and I'm like, oh, so I can't even deal. Um, so we there was that's one aspect of what the Bethany community was like. You were also a member of Zeta. I was. Uh so was that a was that something coming into college you were always going to, you were going to go Greek or was it, as I've gotten a lot on this show, I kind of just checked it out and I got into this house and then I kind of enjoyed it. No, that was something that I wasn't thinking of. That was something that actually I did. And then my friends from back home were like, oh, I never really pegged you as a sorority type, you know? So that was something that, but that was also something that Kelly Zogren, Skylar mm-hmm. and I decided to do together. So we, we did it and we, you know, we loved it. Zeta threw some, some great parties <laughs> and, you know, you make friends that way you make other friends. Cause we were all really close with the basketball team, but you make friends outside of mm-hmm. basketball, which is awesome. So, and then you get to be a part of good causes and all of that. So well, in the small you know. community here, you got it. You almost have to get yourself involved in as much. And I guess that leads into my next question. So you were involved in athletics. You were involved in Greek life. Was there anything else that took up Taylor's time here at Bethany? No, I think I was pretty booked. I mean, it. I was really busy in school. And then it's like now with the coronavirus and everything, I'm like, man, I'm like, I wish I was doing something. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What do I do? No, to- but, but when I was in school, I mean, it was always, you were always doing something, but you were also around a lot of people. Yeah. Right. So like, I mean, it's just, it's different. It's, and it, it, I, I've, I've tried to explain the Bethany and maybe the Bethany experience, our, our bubble, our Bethany our, bubble. It is a bubble and everybody knows everybody. And it's like. It, good, bad, and indifferent. You have your, you, you, there's no, you can hide in Bethany, but you can't hide in Bethany. If that, like, no, you yeah. might be able to hide from home. You might be able to avoid things because you're in the woods, but everybody here knows. Um going on I know I I I tell everyone I'm like you know I've talked to some young kids wanting to get into journalism and everything and and I always tell them like make sure you enjoy the college experience as well like you're there to to learn and get a degree and all of that but like those were the best four years of my life so it's like like this 
Exactly. And the friends that I've made, like Kayla and Scott, well, Kayla, I went to grade school, high school and college with her. So it's a little different, but like the other friends that I've made from my basketball team and from Zay, like it just, it's lifelong. It really is. It's like, I could call them and yeah, I don't live right next to them, but Skylar would book a flight and be here if I needed her. So it's just like, and Kayla's a two hour drive away. So it's just, it really is just so unique. And I'm so thankful for the experience. I love Bethany. So the, the you, we've been throwing these names out here left and right. Um, I know. That's there, I, I just think about all of them when I think about Bethany. Well, and there, there were, I would say there were four real families of groups at Bethany. You had your basketball, your basketball teams, mm-hmm. which you guys were, a, you guys were not an exclusive group. You went everywhere, but it was teams. <laughs> uh, the softball and baseball team also kind of moved in hordes of people. Yeah. No, that's so true. Um, you had your football team, which was broken up into whatever defense, offense, this guy, that guy, I'm from Pittsburgh, I'm from Maryland, whatever the groups were. And then you had your whatever respected sorority and, and groups like that, your Greek groups, your, your other volleyball was, that, that is another one. I, I almost, can I forget volleyball? They moved in like, there was like always 12 of them and they all were taller than me. And it was it was never. No, we were close with the volleyball girls too. So let's talk about that. The, the basketball experience here at Bethany. Um, Cause you said you were used to, uh, there was a lot of success in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of adversity here at the college level. Um, you know, you had to run, you ran into that, that Thomas Moore that probably should not have been in the section or in the conference oh, anyways. Lord. But every other team minus W and J for a couple of years, you guys always seem to really battle right in that middle of that pack. Mm-hmm. How did you guys form that, that family that you had the family dynamic I guess I think especially my sophomore year like when Audra and Annie and Hack and Renee and Kayla and Carly and we were really close then and I don't really even know how it it happened and how we were all that close but I think it was like we all lived in CV together and by each other and and then we would just everybody was so welcoming mm-hmm. that it was, it just happened. And then, you know, you get a few drinks in you and then you get closer and then it's like, you know, and then you're, you're also like experiencing the same things. Right. So, so we're hanging out, we're going to the calf together. We're going to practice together, which is a lot of, I mean, you just experience life together. So that's what brings us closer. When I feel like you, you guys, I think that was passed down to that group, Hack and Annie and Audra and them. And I think they passed it down to you guys and you guys passed it. I mean, it, it seemed like it never, and I, I can't speak for what the program is. And I know Coach Sampson's, Coach Sampson is a phenomenal coach. I think that the, yeah. I think it's, they're a very young team right now that's going to be very competitive in the next couple of years. But I don't see the dynamic. Like when I went, when we went to school together, it was easy to, okay, well, well Basketball practice must be done. Here they come, right through. Here they come. There they are, all of them. <laughs> so, no. Uh, but I think that was that's again one of those great things, and I think that's a great thing about sports is those the family that you build, especially, you know, you go from high school. I guarantee you, you can pull high school players that you played with that were on that senior year team. You pull mm-hmm. names right now, just like you can 
of your time at Bethany, but you can remember each one of those years at Bethany as, oh, I remember when they graduated. I remember when they were done, you know, and then yep. lastly, you and Skylar sitting there staring at each other going, hey, well, we made it. Uh, yep, we made it. You know, it's, it's crazy to think about, but those really were, I mean, I would, as much complaining as you do in school, because it's like, oh, I don't want to go to practice today. Oh, I don't want, like, I would, I'd do it all over again. Well, I think like you said, maybe, maybe a little tamer this time since yeah. I'm going to be 12, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely might put more, I, I could speak for me, I would put a little bit more focus into that whole, like, the daylight time of going to class. It was a very important thing, apparently, that I missed for two years. That you missed. Just didn't understand. I, I never really skipped class. I always went. I was always one of those people that, that went to class. Yeah, I, for some reason, it got lost in translation. I, get, I didn't get the right packet, and they just said, like, oh, yeah, if you want to come, you can come. Oh. You I turned out just fine. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break right there. I'm going to send it to a, a fellow Bethany Bethanian. Is that how you say it? Bethanian? I don't know. Fellow alumni, uh, KJ, Karen Dunn with Maple Shades Outdoors. Uh, if you haven't yet, get on YouTube, subscribe to his channel, follow him on Instagram, and pressure him into getting hats and shirts because I want to wear some merchandise and he's got a cool logo. But Taylor, we'll be right back. Uh, KJ, take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Taylor Verico, class of 2014. Taylor, we left off. We were talking about basketball and how it was a full-time job. Uh, now you're taking me down memory lane here, Carlo. Well, it's, that's part of that's what we're supposed to do here. We're supposed to get all the memory. Good thing. Um, Good answer. We're going to move to a uh, full, another full-time job that Bethany provides. It's after four years, you get uh, two weeks to basically question everything you did in your four years there and wonder why, what, what did I do to deserve this test that I have to take? Comprehensive exams. So comp week, let's go study week. I'm first. like sweating thinking about it. So we're, <laughs> I'm like sweaty palms where you say comps and I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna go with the study week first so that week that you get to just cram as much as you can what was your study tactic um well definitely not red bull because i drank like three of those and had to like quit that day because i was like <laughs> so no when i think i i I studied all day, every day, pretty much. And I, when I think about comps, I think about Emily Stinner. Do you remember Emily Stinner? Emily Stinner, absolutely. Love Emily Stinner, but she was like my saving grace for comps. I mean, we literally studied and studied and studied and woke up. I mean, it was just, we studied for like, 
I mean, a week, it was a week straight. We studied and like all day. And I mean, we studied before the week, but we really hit it hard like that week. Emily is the reason for all of you calm people out there that have touched the Bible. That is why we have the Bible because Emily Skinner. I forget who gave me, I think it was, was Lauren. It was. I know Lauren has a large part of the binder that gets- gave me a, I want to say, I think it was her. And then we studied with that. And then I gave it to Ryan Meyer because Skylar. And then I don't know what he did. He might be holding it hostage. I don't know. So for all of you that need the Bible, contact Ryan. Contact <laughs> Skylar and Ryan. Um, so you study for that whole week. You mm-hmm. get to you get to Monday, first test of the day. What's okay. the first reaction when you walk? You find you get down to your seat. You open your Manila folder. What's going through your mind? I'm just like I got to get it over with. <laughs> Just in, in and out, like, I'm done. I'm just like here, like it, this, because at that point, it's like you've worked so hard that it's just like, okay, it's happening. And then you flip open that page and you're like, oh God. But I, I felt like I was prepared. Mm-hmm. So when you, you know, when I, in life, right, when you prepare for anything, you feel more confident. Absolutely. Like I'm not just going to go do an ESPN sideline game and not know what to say <laughs> you know so you have it, to- but it's probably not gonna have it's not gonna work out I mean it might yeah, probably not, but you know you have to prepare so I think when I sat down and did that now you're bringing me real back because I'm thinking of those green chairs in the um, in Weimar yep when we were spread out and I'm like well it wasn't COVID but we were spread <laughs> Social distance before social distancing. Social distancing before social distance. So now I'm like thinking to myself, and I sat, I sit down and I'm, oh man. And I just said, okay, we, you know, it's go time. Let's do this. (laughs) So you get through the written part. You Mm -hmm. go into Monday and Tuesday. I, I forget. Monday was, I believe, two tests. Tuesday was your specialty. Like for us in calm, it was like, I, I had the sports track. Oh yeah. Oh. It was your, whatever your track was, or it could have been just general communications. It all, I don't know. Cause I think they rotated how they did them, but I know it's three written. Okay. Now I'm starting to remember. And then you had your in-person. In-person, your oral exam. So you, you have orals. First off, do you remember who was on your oral board? Emmy and Dr. Smith, I think. And Sutherland. Do I have them all three? Can I have them all three? You could have all three. And there's normally like a somebody that wasn't a comm professor, like a Ken Morgan, a Corelli. Was there somebody that was an oddball or did they just give you? Because that could have been because that was early Jason oh, Smith. I think I had all comm. I think I had Jason Smith, Emmy, and Dr. Sutherland. I think. I, I what, a, what a panel. I know. It was a tough crowd. That's a, that is a rough crowd. Like, I was I just remember being so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in like my little suit. I'm like, they're like, okay, wait out there. And I'm like, oh man. So you get your button <laughs> and you walk yep. out the big wooden door by boomers. Yep. And my mom had, you know, mimosas waiting. So the relief. 
I passed. So that was like, oh God, it, you just feel like, okay, you passed, like good job. And you're like, oh, thank God. I'm out, I'm free, they can't do nothing. Like, oh, thank God. So now I can, life. <laughs> that leads into you, uh, you depart from Bethany. And I did. That's first stint in North Carolina, correct? Oh man, yeah. So I graduated from Bethany, moved back home for a little while with my parents, and I was like, "What am I gonna do with my life?" So I start. I was bartending for a little bit, and I'm like, "Okay, I I don't know. I'm, I got to do something here." And then I was I interviewed with a company with a radio station in like Ohio or something, but that didn't work out. I was like, all right, I got to do something. So I decided, because like I said, in our first part that basketball took up my, my entire life. So I felt like I needed a little bit more. Okay. So when I graduated, um, I decided to go to broadcasting school. So I moved to Charlotte and I did that. And I lived in Charlotte for two years. Mm -hmm. I had four internships at one time, which is crazy to look back at. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, I interned with the Charlotte Hornets, which was awesome. Like that's my dream. I love the NBA. And then I interned with WBTV, a TV station there. Davidson College, mm -hmm. where uh, Steph Curry went, which was pretty cool. He's like everywhere in that gym. And then... Um, I did a YouTube, I, I interviewed, or I mean, I interned at a YouTube channel. It's called Charlotte Vibe. I, I went to like every Panthers home game and did like a post-game recap and went okay. to the locker room and all that. So I had all of those, which ended up actually being, that's where I got my first job. Mm -hmm. So I, I got on with WBTV. So what I did was when I was done with graduate or when I graduated from broadcasting school, I was still, I was bartending in Charlotte two nights a week. And then I was working at the TV station on the weekends. I would do 11 or what, what was my schedule? My schedule was Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Every, every Saturday and Sunday. And I did that for over a year. And through that, I still worked with the sports department. So I was able to build my demo reel. Mm -hmm. They were, they were kind enough to like, let me take the equipment out, shoot my own standups. And then I was able to do like in studio stuff. Like I would go and I would rewrite the anchor at the times shows. And then I would, they would tape it. And then I put together a demo reel and I literally sent my demo reel from, I mean, a thousand places when, from PA to California. You we know. talked a couple of years ago about, you know, when I put my demo out at first, it was, how do I do this? And you were like, look, it's going to be a thousand, maybe two, but the one of them. Somebody's is, gonna bite. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to bite. So I had two places bite. I had Georgia, Columbus, Georgia, and then Lake Charles, Louisiana. And then it ended up just working out with Louisiana. So then I lived there for almost four years, which is crazy. <laughs> to think about but that's where I started my career so but without I mean without doing that I wouldn't be able because right now I'm just freelancing for like ESPN3 mm -hmm. um, so without that job I wouldn't have been able to get my foot in the door with the other stuff that I've been able to continue one well, so you were 
if I I might have missed something, but it was I know it was high school fo- a lot of high school football, a lot of college football, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of high school and college basketball, yeah, and we, so we were like local first. I mean, okay. we did primarily high school, but McNeese mm-hmm. they're in the South Conference, so we covered them heavily. Um, LSU, the Saints, but we. I mean, I got to go to the national championship game. Come on. That was like the highlight of my career. Absolutely. Like, like LSU winning the national championship. Joe Burrow, come on. Greatest football team of all time. And being there, like, being there firsthand for it. Oh, being paid to be there. <laughs> you can't complain. So I, I know. I'm, just, I'm so thankful for Louisiana. But, yeah, that, so that's that's pretty much what I've been doing since it's been like a – roller coaster since comps <laughs> so, well and comps itself was a roller coaster right it's been like i've been on this roller coaster thing called life for Look, where's the can we just stop with the hills for a little bit maybe a Everybody little bit cruise cruise control <laughs> um so being that you that you enjoy sports that you you work in sports um, and that you worked with, you know, you, you've seen the division one level, you've seen the division three level firsthand. Uh, that leads into my last two questions. Um, okay. First, why division three? Like if somebody's watching right now that an athlete that, you know, they're, they're maybe a junior and they're looking at their, they might not be the tallest or the fastest. And they're not getting recruited heavily by the D D one or D two, but they're getting the D three schools are starting to come in. Mm-hmm. Why should they not? Because again, you said you're Mount Union and Bethany. There's two Division three schools. What made you stay Division three, and why? I guess why? Why would a Division three? Why is Division three beneficial? Um, well, because I wanted to actually play. <laughs> you know, I mean, if we're being honest, I just I knew that that I could have gone D1 I definitely could have and had my everything paid for or whatever but I wanted to to be on the court you know I, I wanted to like go, get there my freshman year and have a real chance at like playing all four years that's what I want and I also like like we talked about Quigley Catholic where I went to high school that was a school that didn't even have you know I had I graduated with like 50 kids in my class I mean it was small and then I went you know I went to grade school where it was the same I had like 20 kids in my class so I was used to like a small you know Mm -hmm. environment and I just fell in love with Bethany and Kayla loved it there and I just wanted to be a part of it honestly and like I said I want I wanted to play I wanted to give myself the best I mean I'm not six five you know (laughs) I'm not a 6'5 post player, like, going to score 40 a game. Like, I was realistic with myself. I was like, well, I want to be somewhere that's close to home, like, further, far enough away, but close enough where I can, because Bethany was an hour from my house. So, I was like, far enough away, but close enough. And, but people ask me that all the time. They're like, well, and and Kayla and I talk about it, too, and it's like, but we were still, it was still a job. I mean, yeah. people think 
division three and they think oh that's just that's easy like you intramural basketball you didn't have to do anything I was like no actually like we had very serious workouts like I said earlier we thought we were a track team at at times (laughs) you know we had a like we had to eat certain things we weren't allowed to eat like before games we had restrictions on what we could and could not eat like when we were in season it was very serious it wasn't like nonchalant it it was serious so I I mean it probably we had weight training like we had everything that you know division one schools have but division one schools are you know obviously a little bit more intense but we were still intense yeah and it still was there was a full-time job <laughs> well and you started to touch on it a little bit the second question is why bethany specifically like if you were if you were pitching bethany to somebody right now why why should they come to bethany because it's beautiful and it's in the middle of nowhere and everyone's gonna know your business no, <laughs> <laughs> two of those things were good i didn't i wasn't ready for the third one <laughs> no but th- but that's that's like kind of serious because you get to develop relationships where it's like you're you're close Mm -hmm. you know and that's life's all about relationships you know you can make all this money and have no relationship absolutely but i i'm big on connecting with people and establishing relationships that are lifelong and friendships and i believe that Bethany can do that for everyone. Mm-hmm. I just love Bethany so much that I think that everybody should go to Bethany. Everybody should go right now. Everybody should go to Bethany. Let's recreate Bubba's. Transfer Let's- wherever you are. Transfer out. We're going to build new dorms. We're going to get a new bar in town. And you We're can still do stop all. down and see Harry Chambers. Because <laughs> he'll still be here. Chambers. Yep. Let's get it going. No, but Bethany just... Like I said, I don't know why I flipped at the last minute to go to Bethany, but I count my blessings every day that I did because my life just, it wouldn't be the same without Bethany. So I love it. (laughs) Well, Taylor, we've gotten to the end of the show. I, uh, we brought up chambers. I have to send it first to Harry who has his own segment now that he interviews, uh, Jack Hoffman, who I had on the show earlier in the in the month, uh, it's called Jack's Facts, and then he'll Harry will send it to Harry, who will tell you about the store and the shirts and everything else that he has to offer. Um, but I wanted to say thank you very much. I know that you know in this COVID time, it's it's hit or miss with your with your schedule, where I get where we could get this in. So I'm glad that we could get you on the show. Um, and this has been Taylor Verico, class of 2016. Um, Thank you. And the next time you're up this way, I owe you a jug of tea. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, Carlo. Absolutely. You have a great day. You too. One of the many things that people talk about at Bethany is the, the trolley that ran from Wellsport to, to Bethany. Let's start with, why was it called the Tunerville trolley? Because it was, you know, it was similar going up and down the, up and down the hills like the cartoon. Uh, okay, so it was an old cartoon. That was about... Yeah, there was an old oh, cartoon, okay. yeah, that needed pulled up by rope up the hill and then just pushed over down the hill. Let it roll down the other side. We've got some great pictures of the trolley. Uh, anybody that doesn't remember or knows where the cut through on 67 are, there's a, 
used to be tunnels that the trolley went through. And imagine if you were coming through there, driving your, your car, your Model A or Model T Ford, you had to wait and hope the trolley wasn't coming. If you met the in the in the turn in the tunnel, you were in trouble. Well, there were kids that would go there for a nickel. You know, you'd throw them a nickel, and they'd wave you through. There'd be one on each end, and they would. Did you give them the nickel before or after you got through safety? <laughs> before. Before? Oh, okay. Well, then it was going to be ugly if you did. They didn't wave you through. Otherwise, you'd have to back out. Of course, the Tinnerville trolley was supposed to go all the way to Washington at one point, wasn't it? Yes, it was intended to go to Washington, and this was the flattest route to Washington, Pennsylvania. But it never made it past. How far did it go in town? Do you know, did it go to the... Yeah, right at the end of the street. All, all the way to the old meeting house? No, well, before you go down the hill. Okay. And I think it, at one time it was pushed beyond that. They had to tow it back up and put it back on the tracks. I know Wim Cramble talked about the first time the trolley came to town, it was on a Sunday. They were all in church and the bell rang and they all left church. So it must have not been a real good sermon that day. Well, his dad was doing a sermon. Okay. That was the reason he baptized, snuck out, he said. He had to go see the trolley. Yeah, all right. Of course, the, the most famous part of the Tunerville trolley is the, the Tunerville trolley wreck at the bottom of McCannon's Hill. If you, haven't seen that. Any legends of ghost stories that happened at the bottom of Buchanan's Hill from the people who passed? Not that I'm there was one guy that died. His name was Wally. He had an apple orchard in a, in a flour mill down by McKinley. And he was walking through. He couldn't hear very well. He was walking through the tunnel and the trolley hit him. Oh, wow. The, the light on the thing is only a little dinky light. And that, there's an there historical marker down there, Wallflower Mill. Didn't they pay for those tunnels to be put in originally? They built the tunnel. So the, so the local farmers could get their sweet so to their mill? Just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk, recorded in the secret lair deep in the hills of Bethany, West Virginia. Let me give a shout out to my man Don over at Maple Shade Outdoor. He got some great, he's got some great stuff going on over there on YouTube and Instagram. Please make sure you check him out. Also, now available as promised, we have the second edition Bethany, West Virginia Mushroom Capital of the World T-shirts and our Chambers General Store. If we don't have it, you don't need it T-shirts. Available in all sizes. So make sure you stop by the store for a t shirt, breakfast sandwich, or sausage biscuits and gravy, and make sure to check out those daily lunch specials. Now back to you, Dingo. Bye now.